Gentlemen and ladies, hold the presses. This justin, by a curious quirk of fate, we have the perfect story with which to launch our satellite news network tonight. It seems a small bond expansion is brewing in the South China Seas. I want full newspaper coverage. I want magazine stories. I want books. I want films. I want TV. I want radio. I want us on the air 24 hours a day. This is our moment. And a billion people around this planet will watch it, hear it, and read about it from the James Bond Complex Media Group. Hello there, listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex, the podcast where we discuss, analyze, and rejoice in the James Bond phenomenon in all its shapes and forms, all its shapes and forms, from Fleming to the films and everything in between. Oh, Ooh. I'm one of its hosts, Edgar. I'm uh, also uh, one of its hosts. I'm Matt. Mm. So we, we discuss, we analyze, and we rejoice. Sometimes we expand, though. <laughs> been a while since we expanded we haven't expanded in a little while uh some listeners may recall ooh, year and a half by ago? the time this thing might might be a year and a half ago yeah um, more than a year. we did bond expansion and we called it volume one because we had so much fun i came up with uh, a, an amusement park which had to shut <laughs> yeah. down for legal reasons uh, you came up with uh, the Agents of Spectre Netflix show, yeah. which was uh, a very good presentation. And we had so much fun with it, we figured, well, why don't we do it again? Let's get creative. But we know people that like James Bond. Let's bring Jason. Jason, how you doing? Excellent. Thanks for coming back on the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. No, it's always a pleasure to be, it's a pleasure to be a, a third co-host. It's, um, I love conversing with you guys because uh, you guys, you and I, or all three of us, we all have the same passion, but we take it from a different angle. And mm-hmm. I love listening to your perspectives, and I like presenting my views as well, too. The three Musketeers of three Quebec. Musketeers. And you've, 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 behind the scenes, you, you've gotten a little bit of positive feedback. We know pe- we have people we everywhere have people that everywhere. have said good things about you, Jason. Uh, so rest assured, you're, you're always more than welcome. And, uh, but that's not all. Uh, It'd be awesome if there were three of us. But we're actually four today. Um, What's better than three? Four? You know, it's, it's the magic number. How many Ninja Turtles do, do we have? Four. Four. How many fantastic people? Four. Four. How many of the three Musketeers were Four. there? Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Four. So, so some bilingual... People forget, people forget about the four Musketeers or the four in the books. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So bilingual listeners might remember uh, about five, six months ago, we released a French discussion about Tomorrow Never Dies with one of our good friends, Rodrigo Gonzalez. <laughs> Best actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So Rod's back. How you doing, Rod? Hey, hi. I'm doing fine. Excellent. Yeah, having a good time. Thank you for inviting me. It's an absolute pleasure. I, I remember that Tomorrow Never Dies episode. It was, uh, we got into some, I think some of the things we talked about during Tomorrow Never Dies are what led us here today for Bond <laughs> Expansion <laughs> Volume 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to say that I think I do have a creative mind. I, I don't want to say too much. I, <laughs> bit, th- that discussion became like a mini, mini bonus episode on, mm. our, on our feed. Yeah. So essentially what we're doing here, it's Bond Expansion Volume 2. So the, so the game is essentially uh, the producers of the series, uh, Barbara Broccoli, Michael G. Wilson, they say, you know what? Take it. 
take it. We like we like you, Raw. Jason, we like you too. Matt, we love you. Edgar, sure, we'll give you a chance too. <laughs> and and come up with what you can. We need this thing needs to make as much money as possible. We need to bring the fans in. We need to surprise them. Mm. We need to we need to blow up this brand. Blow up this brand. So we've all come up with some ideas. I have my ideas. Matt, you have your ideas. Rod, you have your ideas. And Jason, uh, you have your ideas. So we're going to go one after the other. Uh, otherwise, it's just going to be a cacophony of, yeah. of noise. And, and so, you know, there'll be some questions along the way. It's not like I will be speaking for the next 30 minutes and you three will shut up. Like, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll, there'll be a conversation going on. But I think we'll give everybody at least... You know, at least a few minutes to produce, introduce the idea at the very least. So, Jason, uh, would you care to go first? How Barbara, Babs, and Nick G call you tomorrow morning? They Nick say, G? Jason, we've been listening to the James Bond complex. We don't know about these other two schmucks, but you have a head on your shoulders, Jason. <laughs> uh, what do you do with the franchise? Hmm. Yes, so I would like to expand it by reaching out to the fans instead of making the fans come to us but no it's gonna be a two-way street relationship so i'll explain what i mean by that the first thing i'll do is i'll contact lego in Dem lego in Milan, denmark and tell them to create more sets <laughs> more vehicles as well as sets we've installed some rather interesting modifications Rear bulletproof screen and left and right front wing machine guns. Now this one I'm particularly keen about because you release this section of the roof and engage and fire the passenger ejector seat. Ejector seat, you're joking. I never joke about my work, 007. So the first vehicle I would like to see is a Lotus Esprit. After the success of the Aston Martin DB5 that I built as soon as it was released last year, I want to see more Bond vehicles released in uh, in that shape and form. Maybe not to, as big as the DB5, but like maybe the Speed Racer collections, which are very easy to build and more affordable for the average uh, buyers. So, so I want to be able to reach out to the fans. And then I would also... And I don't want to just include the uh, Bond cars. I want to also include the villains' cars, such as Goldfinger's Rolls Royce or mm. Zhao's Jaguar XKR. You need that. And uh, Zenya on the top's Ferrari F355, because that's one of my favorite cars in the 90s. And I would also like to see more sets as well, too. So maybe Goldfinger's laser set base or Blofeld's volcano base, whether it was in factor or you only live twice and um death their boardrooms from both thunderball and the film specter because like that is one of my favorite sets in all of the bond franchises the specter boardroom sets and then the second idea i want to propose to them is you guys all know that i'm a vehicle test engineer initially for v uh vehicles for gm but now i deal with military vehicles <laughs> i would like to propose I would like to propose creating a driving experience at at Surrey, England. And I say Surrey because that's where they film Skyfall, Die Another Day. Sam Mendes just finished filming 1917 there. And it's right next to the McLaren headquarters and test tracks there. And there's a great plot of land that's on being unused. And what I mean by driving experiences is I want all the Bond vehicles there from the Sunbeam from Dr. No to the DB10 Inspector. I want I want the users to be able to rent the cars for like seven laps, ten laps around the track. Or if you want to use a Land Rover, go take it off-road in the Surrey because there's plenty of, plenty of land. And I think this will be a, a great way to engage fans and have the fans live like James Bond. And I'll also include the T55 tank from GoldenEye, because I'm a tank test engineer, so I'll coordinate that. What? <laughs> I 
I, I want you to to test all the tank feature, and you know, uh, you should become the tank instructor. I think he, Jason, could be renamed Q. <laughs> so, is Suri? Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. Essentially, I am Q. Yeah, yeah, he is. Well, you're you're the you're yeah you are because you know you're now. You are in, in military uh, equipment. Uh, Making so sure that the vehicle are tested and ready for mission. It's like he, Q. You no, know, he Pretty is like Q. Q. It is, it's pretty uncanny how much like Q he is. <laughs> I just had a little quick uh, question, Jason. Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be getting my locations mixed up. Is Surrey where they do the test? Like, the, the, the famous uh, Aston Martin flipping Casino Royale. Is that Surrey or is that somewhere else? I couldn't tell you. I, I thought that was all in Czech Republic, but it didn't look like Surrey because of how green that place was. Oh. Surrey's kind of muddy a little bit. Okay, okay. No, I might be getting that mixed Surrey, up, actually. Surrey is Skyfall, where Skyfall finale was seen. So, like, that's kind of like how Surrey looks like. So, it's not like, not very photogenic, but, you know, it's kind of like very foggy and misty, kind of like that. Would, would that, because uh, we might want to watch out for, like, visibility. Because if you're driving an Aston Martin down the road, you know, you don't want any surprises. Like, are there, like, animals in, around there, or? No, we'll be a closed track, so we'll make a, a closed track for drivers to drive any car of their choice. And we'll create a special track for the T-55 tank and as well as the Land Rover from Living Daylight. So you can't so drive different type tanks of everywhere. So different courses. I see, I see. So you can, like, I can't drive what? You can actually, you can't drive tanks everywhere you want because you can damage the, uh, uh, the structure. And like if I were to drive a tank... From what I understand, because of the weight of the vehicle itself, it can damage uh, public yeah. roads. Yeah, I guess so. That would make sense. So that's why. It's, so that's why it's come. So it's gonna be a nice plot of land that's mm. just open space for to be able to ride in a tank. I'll drive it for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, can you test the weapons also? I said it. So you, um, you have the Aston Martin. Is it the the one that has all the gadgets? Gadgets or? It's just an Aston Martin. What was that, Jason? We'll, we'll drive the uh, stunt vehicles because they are the ones doing the uh, heavy, uh, heavy flexing muscles. So it will be the ones with the gadgets. Okay. And just all the safety features, of course, too, for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do the cars have like makeshift versions of the gadgets in them like can you like twit can you twirl the, like the license plate of the aston martin db5 like is is that what we're going with or we're just going with the car no uh no for because i take it it's going to cost a few dollars to get there it costs a lot to rent these cars you might as well go the extra mile and say well yeah we have an ejector seat <laughs> i think i think we're going to go on a ejector seat but the ejector seat will only be ejected in a certain area with a lot of cushions for the for a safety landing of the passengers. <laughs> Very well. Very oh, you, well. And you get charged per gadget, so each gadget <laughs> costs you. You want to use the the, the, the machine gun? It's like ten bucks, but the, the ejector seat it's like a million dollars. And plus, you have to sign a discharge for the insurance in case yeah. you get injured. Mm. Yes. Yes. And then if you want to drive the Z8 with a missile, that's fine. But if you want to use the missile, that's another $200. <laughs> very good. Very good. Is there a car? Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, is there a car in the bunch that you would like to drive in particular other than the tank? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Aston Martin V8 Vantage, which was seen in Living Daylights and will be seen in No Time to Die because that's one of my favorite cars. Mm, it is a nice one. As well as the Lotus Speed. As well as the Lotus Esprit, because Spy Who Loved Me is my first James Bond movie. Yeah. Well, the Lotus is uh, classic. Yeah, it's a, it's a oh, classic. The, oh, oh, does it go underwater? <laughs> do we do we make? Unfortunately, not. Uh, you see, you lost me. I think no. I think no, because if it goes underwater, you can't drive stick. But <laughs> I like I actually like the driving scenes in Sardinia because like Roger Moore did a very good job. Roger Moore did a very good job shifting different gears for different stunt scenes. So that's what I liked about it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Will there be, uh, now this might get a little bit dangerous, but will there be like two or three car races possibly? Or is it really you rent the car, you get the track, nobody else is on the track, and it's just solo for a while? How, how like, does that work? Like could I go there with you and yeah, I'd be the villain and you'd be James Bond and I, and I try to kill you? 
Right, <laughs> but fail. I like your idea. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I, I like that because uh, I just bought Forza 4 on uh, Xbox One, and I obviously bought the Bond expansion for 10 bucks. And uh, and then if you have a friend or a girlfriend or an ex-wife, then you guys could play Bond and Villain or <laughs> imitate. <laughs> the ex-wife. If you have an ex-wife by our age, it's like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's. Oh, uh, you surprised? Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm saying nothing. So though that that's pretty. Yeah, Are there any? Je suis célibataire. Very well then. Oh yeah, Jason can can rock a little French every now and then. Uh, so is there any? I, I think it's a pretty awesome idea. I I I would. I'm I'm game. I'm game. I love the car idea. Yeah. I I, I would. It it gets me inspired, and I would add to that like uh like maybe like an escape room type of situation. That's James Bond team in that same place Sorry. maybe. Yeah, you got, you got excited. Yeah, I just had an idea. I'm yeah. like, do we have the jetpack? Yeah. Do we have a laser? Oh, do we have a laser? <laughs> there's yeah. a laser. Yeah. But the escape room, there's a laser from Goldfinger. But, but I think with the escape room, oh, you yeah. have to play alone. <laughs> yeah. If you're playing for James Bond. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You're going to be five James Bond in the same room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. There's five tables. <laughs> you could be one James Bond and, and a bunch a bon- of like... And a Bond girl, maybe. Yeah, like or... That. An ally. Guards who's beating you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the escape room. Yeah. Survive this room. Exactly. What? And then they close it. I know, but Jason, I like your ideas, and I like that you're going for more uh, family-oriented fare with the Legos, mm. and then, you know, toys for uh, the big girls and, and, and boys. Uh, <laughs> how big are these Lego sets, though? Because you suggested the Spectre Volcano, like... That's that's that would be quite an endeavor. It's gonna be the two hundred two hundred dollar price, or you know what? They they also have a five hundred dollar um, Death Star. So depending on the size, no, it could not be that, not that big. Sometimes less is more. Because yeah. I want to be, I want more people to have it, not only the exclusive people to have it. So like maybe two oh, hundreds. I, I want to cap it at two hundred for everything. I get I get it, but that would be like the more expensive, the the bigger set. I I don't think you. And to be fair, I don't think they they sell many. They don't make that many um, Death Stars, uh, and I because the the price point. You could do multiple small. Oh. Like I've thought about that also. There's a guy that designed um, boxes for Lego sets online. You can if you Google James <laughs> Bond Leo Lego sets. He did a few all all the early Sean Connery ones. Yeah, that's the one Rodrigo has, has them on the computer. <laughs> They're pretty cool. He has the manta ray from Thunderball. <laughs> I think he has a dragon from uh, Doctor No. Obviously, the uh, DB dragon from Doctor No. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that, that was actually really. Oh, yeah. he's, they're great. The gyro from Union of Twice. Um, he only did the the Connery ones, but they could. A, every movie, there's at least one. Even my least favorite Bond movie, The Man with the Golden Gun. There's the car that flies. Nice. That's, AMC Hornet, yes. And for sets, you 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 have the volcano, but you could have Doctor No's lab. You could have uh, Gold Goldfinger's. Uh, Scarmanga's Funhouse. Even though I don't like oh, that movie yeah. either, but that, I would love actually, to build that. That would be a fun That's place. That's a good one there, Jason. I like the Funhouse. That's good. Does uh, does the Spectre Volcano come with the monorail, or is the monorail sold separately? I, I don't no, know. it comes with the monorail. Comes with, sure. Okay, that's good. That's good. Or you're showing us the uh, Lego Lego uh, creator DB5, which uh, you and I both own. Um, hey, what'd you think about that, Jason? Mm-hmm. Since you have a copy. Oh, I I very much enjoyed it, and I like how Lego compartmentalized the steps instead of me like searching like two hours just find one piece like. <laughs> the oh yeah, pieces are... I've I've done like, that. Because when I built the Ferrari F forty, it took me like two, like almost three days because like, it took me forever to find the individual pieces, but. They did a very good job with it. You did it faster oh. than I did. It took me a week to finish that thing. A week? Oh, it's 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 so complicated. It, 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 you look at it and it doesn't look that complicated. But there's all the the gadgets are so intricate. There's the, the even the uh, the the engine block is its own little thing. It's honestly it's all, it, it's pretty impressive. The engineering that went into making a thing like that. It's pretty cool. You you can't steer with it, right? Uh, no, you can't. You mm-hmm. can't, but you know you can. No, no, you can't. Yeah, 
you can press a button and the ejector seat. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so I'll cool. be honest, mine is uh, is a Chinese knockoff, so not everything works very well. But the Jason has the the real thing. Oh, uh, is you is yours? And then, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Is my uh, is your copy doing all the, the doing the features properly, or does it jam? Because I know my uh, my ejector seat jams doesn't really work because I have a. Uh, uh, something I bought off of Wish. Um, is yours uh, uh, better? Does it all the features do they work? Yeah, my yeah my features all do this do the work operates the way it's supposed to. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. Oh, there's a light kit that yeah. you can buy offline. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. If you want that, you can have all lights uh, on your car. It's an impressive, an impressive uh, Lego kit. Oh, it's impressive. Yeah, the price is also that. impressive. It's <laughs> yeah, one seventy nine. Yeah, two hundred dollars with taxes. But I like the fact, Jason, that with your Lego sets, you're trying to make them uh, at, at least somewhat accessible to the wider public, which is, I think, something we've criticized the brand yeah. of for a while. The inaccessibility of the of way I understand Jason's concepts, you'd have the. The, the sets for mom and dad, which would be like the car replicas, the one like the with all the gadgets and the you know, sort of like a, what they did with the DB5, but with the Lotus Esprit and all the other cars. And you have the ones for kids, which would be sort of a, like a playset type of mm. thing, yeah. maybe with a few vehicles, yeah, like the, the classic police station, yeah, yeah, <laughs> M's office, mm. <laughs> yeah. M's office at the old White Hall building, not the Judy Dench's office, but. Oh, of course. I mean. And uh. an inspector meeting room. And then I have. Oh yeah, that's 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 what I'm really keen looking forward to, because I just listened to Joe Darlington's interview that he had, and and I mean I enjoyed the movie more than other people did, but I like what he said is that whether you like Spectre or not. Everyone is unanimous in that the Spectre boardroom scene was really well executed and done. Like the acting and lighting. Mm. You know, the, I mean, the as a Lego set, scene. you could have like features from the Thunderball where you flip a button and the chair like flips and the like a, a skeleton replaces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like for for kids, oh, yeah. it would be something interesting. Or you have <laughs> you have a figure of the guy that gets his eyes gouged out. <laughs> Okay, maybe not for Lego <laughs> set. That's that's a little bit too gruesome. <laughs> Got little two little red spots here. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, anything? Anything else about your ideas that you that you care to share, Jason? Uh, two more ideas. Uh, one is I want to make an album or a record of all the unused Bond theme songs. Uh, unused. Yeah. All right. There's oh yeah, a, Alice Cooper did a version of a book. Alice Cooper. Yeah, Alice really, Cooper. no way. Yeah, it's out there. Then, we can hear it. Some I didn't yeah. About, so, yeah. So, I'll make it. I'll, listen, I'll make you listen to it when we're done. Okay. Sorry, Jason. I'm not going to name all the songs, but some of the songs included uh, "For Your Eyes on Me." Uh, I like Blondie, and apparently Blondie. Oh yeah, I, I, I have that track actually. Did we talk about that last time? But I, I but uh, I mean, I thought Sheena Easton did a fantastic job. But I would like to see. I mean, I thought the Blondie "For Your Eyes on Me" was good, and uh, and I didn't know this one, but uh, apparently Shirley Bassey did a theme for "Quantum of Solace." called no good about goodbye oh you can listen to the track on oh, yeah. actually i made my own little uh, my own little version of an album of uh, alternate uh, tracks 
I, there's one from Johnny Cash did a Thunderball song, mm. which is really weird to hear like a Chains of Bond somebody, song. Somebody, uh, like country bond? Somebody did a Goldfinger. It's like a very slow moving song. Goldfinger is the man, the man with the Midas touch. A spider's touch Such a cold finger Beckons you to enter his web of sin. I think that's the, the, that's the maquette uh, And uh, what's the name of the band? They did one for Gold, Goldeneye uh, mm. Oh, uh, Ace of Base Ace of Base yeah, Ace of Base did Goldeneye, yeah Oh, yes, yep I mean, yeah, so, and this wasn't my idea exactly, uh, or this is a shared idea, because, like, when I was talking with my British friend Miles, uh, he, we were just talking about James Bond and just mm -hmm. British things, just like we always do, and then we came up, and he likes music a lot more than I do, because he plays guitar very well, and then he was like, they should make a, uh album of all the unused Bond theme songs. I was like, wait, like, that's a great idea. <laughs> and, I, so it's, and then the reason why I came up with that idea, or we came up with that idea, was uh, we saw the movie uh, Yesterday by Danny Boyle, and, you know, the, the movie about if the oh, Beatles yeah. didn't exist, and we said, hey, if the Beatles didn't exist, the good thing is John Lennon never gets shot. The bad thing is we'll never have to live and let die. Right. And, you know, there's the conversation... And the conversation just spawned from there. Interesting. Was that a good movie, by the way? I haven't seen it. It's a cute movie. I mean, I. it's a very Danny Boyle movie. No, it's not a very Danny Boyle movie, but I think it's a worth a watch on a rainy day. It's not as good <laughs> as not, Spotting, uh, but it's yeah. good. <laughs> okay, Netflix on a rainy Sunday, then. <laughs> All but right. Danny, Danny Boyle should have directed World Is Not Enough. That's the movie directed oh that's that's that'll be for another uh, i don't know i have no idea i don't know how to comment on that <laughs> I just, danny bone is such an eclectic filmmaker that oh, he's not online oh what happened he's back are you back Sorry about that. I had a phone call coming, but it was a it was a terrible call or whatever. Eh. Flush him. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, you said. Uh, did you have uh, yet another idea for us? Yeah, and my final idea is it's going to piggyback off what um, Matthew said about Agent Inspector. With the success of with the immense success of Joker, I mean Joker earned more than all the crystal and individual Batman Dark Knight films. I think they should make not many films, not a series of films, but individual films about the villains, such as Goldfinger and Blofeld and maybe Trevelyan, but I think so not, so the, the more iconic villains such as Goldfinger, Largo, hell, even Red Grant. I think Red Grant or Rose. Oh, I think Red, Red Grant, Grant you can definitely, Grant. definitely expand into a into a feature if you go just explore what's in the on the pages they they, they barely touch that character mm, yeah. he has a much more complicated uh, story that where he thinks he's a werewolf yeah yeah and it's true with the, with joker being such a resounding box office and and with the fans and the public uh, and, and critics to a degree, yeah, now would be the time to beat that iron while it's hot. You make a movie about the origin story of a, of a, of, of a villain. Or, or a Netflix show. Or oh, Netflix yeah. show. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And you got anything else for us, Jason? That doesn't have to be... No, that's, that's all I Still, had. Uh, like I wanted to keep it based on my experiences and what I, you know, what I see in this world. And, and, you know, I saw Joker three times in theaters, by the way, because I <laughs> like that movie that much. <laughs> wow, okay. It was good. It was, it was 
I mean, I liked it. I don't. Did, have has anybody seen here? Jo- oh, I've you saw Joker. Rob Joker. I haven't. No. No. Uh, well, take it from Jason. It's the best movie. Spoiler: It becomes Joker at the end. <laughs> no way, really. I really like that suit, though. It reminds me of my my teenage when I was a kid, actually, and I was watching this 1960s Batman on TV. <laughs> like that suit is the perfect purple, I think. It is a good purple. It is yeah. a good purple. And as uh, Jack Nicholson. And this. I went. To, oh. I went. To the- I went to all the locations in Bronx and Brooklyn and Did you do the dance? Did you do the dance? I I did. <laughs> do you have a video? Do you have a video? Uh, I may. I, I'm gonna have to look for it on my phone. <laughs> good. I want to see that. <laughs> very good. Very very good. Well, I think of all your ideas, they're all pretty good. I like obviously the driving range one is very ambitious. Mm. Very ambitious. I think we can make it happen. It'll take a little bit of money. And, you know, you need to get, you're going to need to have a lot of copies of those cars, though. Because you know they're going to get scratched. You 3D print them. <laughs> just need the... No, no, no. we're going to get the original. Exactly. We're going to get the original. Yeah, but you, we, you, we don't you want to the You want the real experience, though. You want it to be authentic. You also don't oh, yes. want to ruin, like, 50-year-old car. That's not how we do things at the Bond expansion. It's, you know, it's going to be <laughs> so expensive to run and so expensive to get there. It's not going to be able to make a profit. I would actually, I think my idea well, makes neither, it plausible. Neither was my amusement park and we <laughs> built it anyways. <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, and now it's, 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 it's vacant. We could actually build. We could just, Jason, uh, what do you say? What do you say? Since my amusement park broke down from volume one. Use that land. It's yours. Mm. You can actually blow it up <laughs> with the tanks. Yeah, bring the tanks in first and just destroy the shit out of it. Nobody started cut. It was too expensive. <laughs> and they didn't like the fact that I had a casino. I don't know. It got really weird. <laughs> and the people, I, uh, the people, you know when you build stuff and you, you tell, you can't live here anymore. Leave. I don't know. I got into legal problems with that. So you like, had squatters? <laughs> <laughs> Some corners smelled a little bit funny. Okay. <laughs> So like, yeah. <laughs> oh. Excellent. So, yeah, I I like they're all pretty good. I mm. do like the Lego sets, but I really like the driving range. I the Lego know. sets I like, but I know that Lego are weird when it comes to military team vehicles. They don't do like like army vehicle. The, the big the thing they they do is mostly like Star Wars. It's it's like space blasters. I don't know if they would actually pick up a license for something like James Bond. They did for the car, but the car, I mean, it, it's geared towards adults, not younger cl- model maker or Lego fans. So I don't know if it's the, it's within their the, the company's philosophy. I know that they're weird like that. Uh, maybe, like, I'm, it's part of my idea, but maybe, maybe gear it to uh, Megablock, the, their competitor. Hmm. They do Call of Duty uh, set so I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't care they, they can huh. <laughs> they're more flexible like that <laughs> when you're yeah. in the competitor um, well, thank you very much for your contributions uh, yeah, Jason the, uh, yeah yeah those are the only ideas I had I would like to hear what you the guys only all ones you brought four to the table <laughs> I have one <laughs> it's like it's pretty good um, yeah so who would like to go next who wants to run the risk of uh, absolutely uh Destroying this franchise. I want to do it. <laughs> you want you are J- uh, Jason. What's your, what's the matter with him? What's uh, your name again? On. It's Rodrigo. Como, como Rodrigo. Uh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Mm. So Rodrigo. Now, it's called an expansion. Mm. We might have a rogue agent among us. Yeah. So if I understand the idea, it's like how we bring in the franchise to another level, right? And <laughs> right. sky's the limit. Exactly. Yeah. Another level. Well, I freaking kill James Bond. <laughs> James Bond dies with me. He's gonna die. So there's no more franchise. There is a new and better franchise. Of course, new and better. It, it stays Go under ahead. James Bond's like um, legacy, of course, because the Bond, you, the Bond legacy, the Bond legacy, of course, because, because that was so successful with Jason Bourne. I, I guess. <laughs> I, I think. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> they brought Matt Damon back. No. <laughs> Last, the legacy last movie. Um, so what I want to do is like I've been I've been looking into James Bond timeline a little bit, and 
all the women he's been sleeping with. And I mentioned this last time I was here for the expansion that statistically wise, he must have a bastard somewhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like at least one. In, in the books, he does. Yeah, that's true. We, we spoke about that. Yeah, he has a half Japanese uh, yeah. kid. I have a few ideas of how this kid will come from. I'm leaning towards Sylvia Trench as the mother because for some reason he she can get inside James Bond apartment without James Bond being annoyed by that <laughs> and wearing his shirt playing golf in his room you know while waiting for him to come back there now you made me miss it you don't miss a thing how did you get in here Never mind that now, yeah, yeah. I decided to accept your invitation. Well, uh, that was for tomorrow afternoon. Tell me, you always dress this way for golf. I changed into something more comfortable. Oh, I hope I did the right thing. Well, you did the right thing. And she did re return in a second movie, too. So <laughs> there's, like, history between these two. You studied. Uh, You're studying. Yeah, just a little bit, you know. <laughs> just a tiny bit. And I feel like this kid needs to have like a, a horrible story, not something easy. Although that, yes, James Bond did grow up with a crazy half-brother, I guess, or something like that. So we you're, don't talk about you're that. James Bond, like, is Sean Connery's James Bond in your story? Uh, for me, it's all the same James Bond. There's only one James Bond. I'm not following this code name crap. I don't no, know if but you guys it's, it's, about. it's clearly more inspired by the 60s version. I'm just going by the timeline. There's so no, the, know, each actor, other than Daniel Craig, yeah. the first five actors are playing the same character. So it's uh, like... To be debated on the time. But wait, wait. Are you saying that James Bond is a codename? No, no. I'm not saying it. It's, it's, it's not a codename. It's, okay. it's, it's, uh, do you watch The Flash? Oh, uh, yeah? So yeah. It's, it's each iteration is like Earth uh, 666. That's Pierce Brosnan and... Uh, Earth sixteen hundred and okay, 13. so so you you're saying that these James Bond's movie are like when they're not one after the other, like there's a collection in one universe and, and a collection in another yeah. universe, and some some of the timeline events might be the similar or the same. But okay, some, some are flexible. And okay. either of your universes, there's a kid there, <laughs> from yeah. James Bond, and James Bond's gonna die anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be, it could be the Connery one. It would work, or Dalton one if you want. I'll, I'll, because I know where you're going. I, I, I know where you're going there. Owl is your lead character. Owl is the son. When we pick up the story, and he's cast with a modern day actor or actress, or. Mm. Well, the thing, the, the thing before I can really have a good solid idea is that the thing is the story about this kid, like how I want it to be, and I think. Something that would be great is that this kid is actually James Bond's enemy. And the kid doesn't know that they are James Bond's kid. And I want this person to be also female. To give a more like uh, a different gender perspective to this uh, franchise that's pretty... How can I say this gently? Oh, so uh, to be renovated. So patriarchal. <laughs> so patriarchal. Like get up to the days, you know, like... Anyways, it's your idea, man. Yeah, the floor so is yours. The floor let's is yours. call let's call her Brianna because I like Brianna, the name Brianna Bond, but she doesn't know that she's Brianna Bond. Let's call her something else. And Trench, uh, yeah, but Trench. The thing is, let's say that Trench had the kid and something happened. The kid disappeared and got adopted by I don't know the Russian uh, spies or something like that. And then James Bond tries to save the world, but also Brianna tries to save the world for her perspective, and they end up in the same battle and. Brianna like has this intense fight with James and kills him. And in some way she realizes that James Bond is is her dad. Maybe because uh they were fighting and like the shirts got off or something like that and they both have the same birthmark. Something like that or that sounds she more like days of her lives than anything, but or you know what? Something something that you would never expect from James Bond. He has like a locket with a picture in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> of the only woman he loved, uh, Sylvia Trench. Uh, that's so much melodrama. Yeah, Keep going. <laughs> so then then Brianna kills James Bond, and she's like a kick-ass killer spy from from 
from Russia, and she's like, she does it all. Like she's gonna butcher James Bond to be able to get rid of him. So she, she, she undresses him. She starts cutting off her feet, you know, and she discovers <laughs> like in in his things. There's this locket, opens the locket, and see her mother there, and she's like, what? <laughs> Who is this person? Then she realized that she killed her dad. And then she goes rogue and destroys everything. She destroys MI6. She destroys Spectre. And she's, she's in your universe, she's a Spectre agent. Yeah. So, okay. I like the idea, but I, it has to be like... in Only Connery fought Spectre, so I'm seeing her... That's not true. Uh, Lazenby fought Spectre. Oh, yeah, true. Daniel Craig fights fighting Spectre now. New Spectre. Didn't, didn't everybody fought Spectre in no, some way? No. 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 Roger Moore. Timothy but wasn't Bell. like Spectre like the head umbrella of other things that no, James Bond uh, still uh, fight it in later in on? The, uh, only the 60s. It's complicated. Yeah, I know. I, I tried to get updated with that. It was hard. <laughs> it's complicated. They're yeah. legal matters. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> not a fan of uh, Spectre uh, at all. So essentially... So basically, the the I don't want to put words in your mouth here. So the the goal mm. is to really uh, have the franchise take a a sharp right or left turn. Mm. To so, so what am I trying to when we by killing James Bond by killing James Bond what does the franchise do af, after that when when your milk cow is is uh, well it's start it's offering the franchise to start a new slate keeping the same fan, fan base but also acquiring new ones I would say because let's say the current fan base are I don't know they're like they're pretty they're coming into that box and I feel like this box could be bigger and I feel like by killing James Bond and putting a female character as a leader it's could change everything but I, I think I might go, be going too far where Brianna would get rid of everything like Spec and uh, MI6 I, I think it would probably end up in an incredible tragedy where she's realizing that James Bond is actually a hero and she was a bad person and she didn't know about that before and for some reason M adopts her. I guess as... As, as the new Bond. Okay. I thought I and then she daughter. changes her name from Brianna Vispuchvich, I don't know, to... <laughs> Vispuchvich? Yeah. Vispuchvich. Brianna Sputnik. Oh, Brianna Blofeld. To Brianna Bond. You know. She's adopted by Blofeld and she's... It's kind of like the, you're, you're redoing Mask of Zorro. You realize that. It's Am pre- I doing that? It's oh, pretty much it. a Mask of Zorro. Oh, I haven't seen Mask of Zorro. Because what happens is that Zorro gets captured. His, his daughter is, his wife gets killed. His daughter is, is uh, raised by his worst enemy. Wow. And 20, 30 years later, she comes back to uh, Los Angeles. And uh, he has a, a fight. And eventually she realizes that their dad... The, guy, the man she believes is her dad is actually uh, some stage related her, and her dad's mm-hmm. actually Zorro. Um, you're basically doing Mask of Zorro, but I love that movie. All right, I see. Oh, okay. And I had a second idea. What? Yeah. Like a, sing- a singer? A second idea. Oh, yeah. Second idea. So let's say, like, yeah, this is a success movie, but let's make it another one instead. Um, have you guys seen that movie? Um, what's it called? I forgot. Um, with uh, Sylvester Stallone, and he's in the future. It's frozen. Oh, oh, oh uh, what's it called? Uh, Demolition uh, Man. Yes, <laughs> a, oh, Demolition it's Man. It's a classic. One yeah. I forget, but yeah. So I, I, I thought about that when I was that's trying a, to find it. That's a, one of my favorite Stallone movies. Yeah. Favorite? You said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I really loved it. And it's do we know about these freaking shells, man? What shells? How do we use those shells? The seashells. Yeah. Because there's three seashells. How do you... Because <laughs> uh, he doesn't know... He wants to wipe his butt. Yeah. But in the future, they have like those three seashells. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's no paper. There's no paper. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But you get fined every time oh, you yeah, swear. So yeah. he goes to the machine. He starts swearing so that it issues a ticket so yeah. he can wipe his butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie, actually. It's... Uh, so it got it got me actually thinking about like how would you preserve dangerous people without having them to be alive and things like that like what would happen in the day in the future so far in the future that you would need James Bond again for example 
But the problem is James Bond is dead because you're so far ahead in the future that he doesn't live forever. So what are you going to do? Well, you have a little bit of hair from James Bond. You know, you have his suits and all that. <laughs> so there's a like a very good scientist out there. He's like he's gonna be like, oh, we need a hero. <laughs> we have this evil hour. now on Earth, and we need a hero. And this hero hasn't born yet. So what do we do now? And then the the scientist goes back like, well, I have a hair of James Bond. I could clone him. And then he goes into his lab and does his like mad scientist things, and then he realizes that he can make James Bond better. <laughs> he he's gonna tweak his genome, and then create this perfect James Bond for all the missions to come and everything, and then. You see it unveils. It's a woman. It's a woman. Sorry, not not women's. It's a woman. <laughs> it's a woman. It's not Sean Connery that's there. It's it's a woman, and she looks like murderous as fuck. Mm. So you, she wakes up, and the first thing she says is like, "Martini." <laughs> Shaking not stirred. Oh, it's a gender bent version of Austin Powers. Wow. <laughs> 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 It's like she wakes up, opens her, her eyes. She knows already like how to do everything, like how to kill, how to speak. She's just waiting for her mission, you know. That's that's the movie where the tagline on the poster is "Heroes aren't born, they're made." Exactly. <laughs> like, I like the idea of. Um... Oh, go ahead, Jason. I was just laughing. That's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the idea of the like hybrid James Bond, but that's. Like that's to me that sounds like she should be the villain, and they have to bring uh, the Ice Cube version of James Bond. So it's pretty much now demolition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I I think the idea because there's obviously a running theme here, and the idea is really, uh, and you know, there's been this uh, social media, this sort of chatter on social mm. media, but to to sort of keep the branding but to yeah. really change uh... because there's something that I observed with the franchise when I was studying a little bit is that it was really appealing to men for a little while mm-hmm. and then with this uh, Daniel Craig James Bond it, it was not about being sexy and full of gadget anymore it was not about appealing to the men I come see this movie because you're going to see the next Bond girl who's really sexy and we all, all want to see her in a bikini we're not there anymore like, the people is somewhere else. And the way that they they tackle that, I think, is by giving them more more darkness to it and more character, more more history to, to James Bond and not the action movie instead. So it looks like right now what's going on is that we're putting a big focus on the character. Mm. But it's still, for me, it says that we're, we're trying to change this into something that's current. But doing these origin movies about James Bond and these very dark movies, I feel like it's an easy win because everybody's been doing that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like we had Barkman, Dark Knife, and no. this this Superman who killed people almost <laughs> at one point, and, and the, the Batman who killed, yeah, machine guns on his car. Like a bunch of dark stuff are coming out in the movies no. now. So I feel like something fresh and very revigorating and maybe promising for uh, at least a decade will be to put a female leader in there as James Bond. It's bold. It's bold insofar as you have to... I guess if you do that, uh, you have to be absolutely certain that, okay, a few more people might be interested, but you're going to keep the people that... I mean, they... The, the people that say, I want to see a James Bond movie. Uh, sorry, we don't make those anymore. Here's Jane Bond or whatever. What was it? Brianna. Brianna, Brianna sorry. We're making Brianna Bond now. Mm. Uh, you have to make sure that at some point it's like, so what is that middle ground? What it, What is the middle ground? What do you do to keep the old fans coming back but to bring the new fans in? It's very, I'm not saying it can't be done. But I think it's an extraordinarily difficult, uh, you know, when you're tightrope tight yeah. uh, tight walk. And yeah. I think it's really easy to fall on either of those two sides. Um, y- you have cojones. That's, I'll say that. You have cojones. cojones. I don't yeah. know if it's going to make money, but it's bull. I'll say that. 
I'm gonna take your idea of a female lead, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna it's not gonna be James Bond's daughter. We're, uh-huh. just, we're gonna use the characters that already exist and sort of what they did in the comics where were, have, have you any of you seen the uh, Naomi Harris in the Black and Blue? She, it's an action movie. She, yeah. she which just released a few weeks ago, yeah. like a month or so, in some change. I saw it. I liked it, and she's good in the part. She's she's in her forties. She's doing like pretty intensive like uh, action work, and you know she's playing Mo- Miss Moneypenny. And in the comics, they she, in in the movie also she's a former MI6 agent. But what I like about the comics is that. She's the way they introduce her. She's the last line of the defense for for the head of the secret service. So I would do a movie with her that where she has to either protect M or save M, and it just takes place in England. And you just expand the characters you already have. You don't miss Money Penny. Miss Money Penny in the comics, she's mm. pretty badass. I would actually. The, the the current version is also meant to be able, uh, to, she has like training as an agent if you're well she, she's huh. in the field at the start of Skyfall yeah she she starts in the field but, but she kills 007 in Skyfall no way well, <laughs> she shoots and hits Bond and Bond is declared dead until he comes back like five minutes later but oh my god so but she's I like <laughs> I, I like the actress and she's sort of like the modern day Roger Moore she's an ambassador for the brand she's doing like for uh, Spectre, she was doing a ton of commercials for cell phones and stuff. And she's in interviews. She's always excited about talking about James Bond. So I, she had no scenes in Jamaica, but she like said, "Yeah, I'll fly me to Jamaica. Oh, she, I'll she, just do an interview she there." She promised to model the uh, Ursula Andress bikini, and she didn't. Oh. I was really disappointed. <laughs> uh, what's this here? They only have. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. When did that came, come out? Yeah. Uh, Rod is just showing us, uh, for the listeners at home and for Jason, Rod is showing us an IndieWire article where uh, Naomi Harris says that the producers apparently are not that interested in a uh, money penny spin-off of sorts um, with Barry Jenkins. Well, that's what, what that's the whole... Oh, I read that article too, but that's the whole purpose of this uh, podcast is uh, oh, yeah. they're handing the franchise to us, so what are we going to do with it? Exactly. Yeah. Rod is going to kill James Bond. And, uh, and I actually <laughs> like the idea of Naomi Harris. Uh, I'm a little bit saddened by that. If you're going to do uh, uh, an expansion, it's their brand. They, they can do whatever the hell they want. But they also, you know what? It might be after Daniel Craig... They might want to reboot, recast everyone. Oh, it would be no, that would be a mistake. Recasting Omi Harris. Depends. She is. She kind of is the new Roger Moore. Yes, she is. She's like, sure, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do it. I'll fly this. I'll do this ad. It's yeah. like. You She's recast. a stunt woman. And uh, well, she has like one or two little stunts in Skyfall and Inspector, but she's not like a. No, she's an actress. She's. Uh, I'm black and blue. She gets shot. She gets. Yeah, she gets shot. I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Jason. I mean, she she really represents like what what modern, what to me Naomi Harris really represents like what modern London woman is, in just like in the way she speaks and her mannerisms. So, I would love to see her stay as Money Penny, even though the next Bond may be much younger than her. Yeah, she still yeah. looks pretty oh, pretty young. She, she, she's yeah. in her forties. She looks oh, like she's barely thirty. I don't think that don't woman think isn't that, yeah. aging at the same rate we all are because we all look like we're sixty years old. For a moment, I thought it was Rihanna that was looking at. <laughs> no, it's not. Rihanna or Brianna? Well, look at this picture. It looks a little bit like Rihanna here. Yeah, a little bit. She, she, little she's bit. aging as a different. She's a like, fine wine. Oh, say. how about Rihanna as Brianna Bond? Uh, but yeah. isn't it Sylvia Trench's daughter? It's true. Oh, yeah. But uh, in your rebooted universe, Sylvia Trench right. is black. No, no. <laughs> it's just I was exploring this idea of that at one point since Bond loves Jamaica so much that like, he fell in love there for real with someone who made a kid well, there. In, in the what is it? The uh, one of the novels, uh, the James Bond autobiography. Yeah, he, uh, marries uh, Annie Ryder, and she's from she's actually uh, from Jamaica, but she's white. Oh, so. wasn't there a story about a cop too in Jamaica? Like a a cop, a woman cop or something? Uh, no? no, I think that's what you and I made up. Uh, we were making that up. Uh, we were making that. Uh, we yeah. were making. We were spoiler. Full disclosure. I helped Rod a little bit with this. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't have any of those notes anymore. 
But we, we had come up with something, uh, I, I, this is months ago, but we had come up with something like Bond goes to Jamaica to relax between his missions because mm. he likes the place so much. And yeah. So it's sort of like the movie Bond and the book Bond, like Melody. Because he goes to Jamaica a lot more in the books than in the movies. Yeah. But it's sort of like, whatever, we'll just make it happen. Nobody cares. Uh, so James Bond like, likes to go to Jamaica between his missions, and he keeps coming across like this same woman who was a, who was a cop of some sort, and what? then he comes back to Jamaica during a mission. What? Yeah, okay, I, I kind of remember why it made sense to make her a cop. It's because uh, all of a sudden, Bond was in a mission, Yeah. and then she was there trying to like protect the people, but yeah. she get killed in the process. What? And that would what trigger Brianna to try to revenge her mom against yes. James Bond because she didn't understand James Bond was her dad. And James Bond was fighting, creating all this mess and people dying, then her mom dying out of that. So she just took an avenge. Yeah. We had a few more details than that, yeah. but that's sort of what, what the general plot outline. Yeah. I liked it. I thought we had something really interesting going on. Yeah. It's a little bit more interesting if I, if I, if I find it. But then the the challenge is like, how do we make her the enemy of James Bond? Oh, yeah, it's like it's pretty hard for like an orphan to become a spy just like that, you know. Well, there, depends what she was studying and how dedicated she is to, mm. and her skill set. Um, you know, you could work around that bull of uh, Spectre's recruiting still in Jamaica, and that with her training, maybe she's trying to become a cop like her mom. She becomes a new a, a new uh, operative specter. Uh, yeah. So uh, another thing that I was thinking about, maybe it happened before Doctor No. Maybe if it happened before Doctor No, Doctor No could have been there and saw her and be like, mm hmm hmm, I plan ten years ahead. Let's take this orphan. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that could work again. You know, the the with the timeline for the. James Bond is so fuzzy anyways. Mm. It's like it doesn't really matter. But yeah, but I remember those conversations we were having. That was uh it was pretty good. I I do find your demolition woman <laughs> idea <laughs> It's a cool like one time thing, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, I it's it's up. a very interesting idea, I like it, but it's not something that can make the franchise live for a long time after. It's sort of like Jason X, like that's going to be the one movie where Jason's in the future. We're not doing that again. It's yeah. sort of like one of those things. But still, like, it would be fun as a one-off. Like I'd go see that. But really to propose the franchise to, for another 50 years maybe, I think bringing up Brianna like that could be a Brandon good idea. Brianna, Brianna Bond. It's, you have, you, it's James Bond, man. You have to be bold. You know, like... <laughs> sure. Half a century is enough to make a big move, I think. And bring, bringing like a badass chick like that I think it's going to be nice. Like, we like badass chicks, right? But there's already, to be fair, in the franchise, there's a ton, a ton of uh, badass chicks. Uh, it's, uh, yes. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you have you have the t different perspective, Rodrigo. I know. Badass. It's like, for me, badass, those, those girls mean, are not that badass. They're, yeah, but you have, you, also a lot of them are old movies that are 50 years old. Yeah, it's uh, true. And you take just take the oldest one, Doctor No, in mm. Doctor No, um, the, the the character, the the Honey Rider, the blonde chick with mm. the bikini, she comes to Doctor No's island, and men like the toughest man in the movie is a character called Quarrel. He's a black bur black burly dude. That he gets uh, stabbed in his face and almost like laughs, and but he's afraid to go on Doctor No island. He's terrified. He's drinking to calm his nerve. No. And that that character is going has been going back and forth, as, uh, uh, collecting seashells to, uh, in the book it's different, but collecting seashells to finance herself. She's self-employed, and I did the calculations. Just, she says it's it's five hundred dollar, no fifty dollar per seashell. But fifty dollars in, in Miami, fifty. But in, if you make the conversion, it would be like five hundred or find something more. Just so she's in the sixties. She's self-employed. She's more courageous than the toughest character you see on screen in that movie. Okay, she she mistakes uh, uh, but she, she uh, uh, truck trail um, trails um, oh tractor trails tractor for trails. dragon steps. So that's, that's oh my god, yes. <laughs> uh, but so does the oh my god, those are dragon steps. Mm, maybe it's like <laughs> no, they're tractor. <laughs> 
trailer. Tra- like I said, it's obvious. Those tra- movies woman, are fifty year old. Okay, Captain. If that ain't a dragon, what is it? A dragon that runs on diesel engines. You can forget the spook squirrel. When it gets within range, you take the driver. I'll take the headlights and the tires. I take more. Of it. Yeah, go ahead. I think Jason, you had an idea on your on your mind a couple minutes ago there. I mean, uh, I get it about like you know, like you know, trying to be more representative. But like, with just because you turn a character, uh, like a franchise lead or a franchise more female oriented, doesn't mean it's going to be successful. I mean, mm. both Ghostbusters and Ocean's Eight didn't turn out well, and I don't think many women even went to go see it. To be honest with you. Mm, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I feel like if you want to really make an impact on women, create new woman characters not replace a male character i mean like, i love the atomic eve, blonde which, mm. yeah i love the atomic blonde like or killing eve which is written by one of the you know, time to die yeah. screenwriters uh, phoebe waller bridges uh, the characters in that not just uh not just canada's own sandra oh but like all the female characters in that show are very well written and very powerful woman and that's why the show resonated with both men and women, whereas like Ghostbusters and Ocean's Eight, like I don't even think women went to go see it because it just felt like a cheap shot. To me, it's a little bit reductive when you gender or swept people. It oh, says yeah. that yeah. You, your a, a sexual identity or your race identity is a, almost like a cosmetic choice. It's it's reductive. That's why I'm making the story about James Bond dying. Like I'm not just yeah. replacing him. Like then, I, there, mm, he he has like a kid, and this that. kid has yeah. a story. And then, James Bond Bond DNA is literally in her blood. <laughs> yeah, literally. So like it kind of works. Oh yeah, little. yeah, a little. But like I said, uh, that idea it's it's like passing the torch, but it's it as you can't like, like you know it, when you tell a story there's like it's, it's like life there's like the, the first act the hero is born he, he has a challenge and eventually he, he passes mm-hmm. but movies are always especially Bond movies are always stuck in act one and two and the, the hero is introduced the villain blah 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 it, the hero never dies it's, just, it's what it, they kind of did for the Dark Knight where Batman dies at the, the end of Dark Knight Rises you you do that with Bond, but it's, it's it's like Zorro. They did the Mask of Zorro. It's it's basically the end of mm-hmm. Zorro. They did a sequel to that movie, and that movie is a piece of yeah, poo poo. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, as sort of a what if story that it's James Bond here. Like that's why I'm like I, I like your idea, but I would especially uh, precise that it's. Either Roger Moore or Sean Connery as James Bond. All right. There. So, so how about this? We we actually do this one movie, mm-hmm. but then for our lifetime, we keep doing James Bond's movie like we're doing it. But we add a TV series where it's Brianna. So our kids get to love Brianna, and they start producing Brianna Bond movies instead in their future. It's a thought. I mean, it's a long process transition. Look at the the dynamite comics. We have modern Bond and James Bond origin in Fleming's time. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, it, it's still like whatever. Here's the one where it's Fleming and he's sixteen, and here's the one that happens in two thousand nineteen. That's, that's, that's mm. why I think I'm thinking your idea w- would work as one of like Roger Moore's daughter that he had with Mayday that we didn't know. She had a, like a three day pregnancy. She's biracial <laughs> and she's super tough. Uh, she's a mutant in that movie, so that's the, all I'm saying is plus, oh, plus mutant bonding. Well, no, no, but uh, villainess. She's like gene therapy. Uh, Do you know who steroid. Grace Jones is? Uh, is Roger Moore and Grace singer? Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she plays Mayday in A View to a Kill. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, yeah, I, I would go with uh, and uh, actually Roger Moore uh, being already dead. She she could be like. Oh, this is my dad. She could uh, investigate sort of his life. To, uh, that, I'm twisting your story, but mm-hmm. I like the idea of an heir. And even she could be Sh- Sean Connery's daughter, for all I like it. But he, he, she doesn't need to meet her dad. Mm. Just the uh, and you know there was a lot of hoopla going back to uh, the, the the Joker. Actually, to sort of jump off one of your points earlier, Jason, about making a movie series based on. The, the origins of the villains 
you know, one, and you quoted the Joker, uh, one of the, much of the hoopla about the Joker is that, no, no, this is not part of the Justice League thing. This is its own thing. So we could do that with Brianna. There is a James Bond in this universe. It's mm. just not the Bond in No Time to Die. It's this other Bond. It's like, the, bo- the Bond from the books. It's the Bond from the books, you know, whatever. <laughs> There's so so many great ideas, so little time. We have to break this episode in two. Mm-hmm. Part dux. Dux. Mm-hmm. So this is the end of part one. Uh, but fear not, brave listener. We'll be back with the Bond expansion volume two next week, I guess. Oh, yes, absolutely next week. Unless hell freezes over, but otherwise should be here. Yeah. Make it happen. In the meantime, Edgar, I have a question. I always have the same question, but do we have people everywhere? Do we have people everywhere? Uh, com, which also serves as the Tumblr account. Uh, after that, there's the Facebook page. Search for the James Bond Complex. There's a lot of activity there. There's a Twitter account, at the Bond Complex. Instagram, at the James Bond Complex. YouTube the James Bond complex subscribe to that channel please check out the videos those those videos could use a few more views I find yeah. just a few more a few views. more likes also. just one or two um, and anchor.fm which is our home base of operations and of course we can be downloaded and listened to at uh, the Google Play Store as well as iTunes search for the James Bond complex subscribe write a review and leave us a five star glowing golden gun review I'm on Twitter at double O pop that's the word double underscore O H underscore pop Oh, it's my cue. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at mm-hmm. Matt Claire, but uh, more often on Instagram mm-hmm. at Matt Claire 007. Brilliant. Original. And just Super. as James Bond always returns, so too with the James Bond complex with part 2 of the Bond expansion, volume 2. Au revoir. Can I push it? Bond's gone on now for 40 years and other actors have taken part. Why do you think its success is so enduring? The ingredients are all there, full of kind of movie that people want to see. It has very good entertaining value.